Join Ian Garnick as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world, reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future, and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right. We've got one of the smartest marketers, brilliant marketers, my friend, Nate Kenny. Nate, say hi. Hey, what's going on? And we're going to talk about how he went from loving life to hating agency life, even though he had a seven-figure agency, how he just walked away from it, exactly how he walked away from it, how he developed a media company and switched from a business that he was serving to serving his lifestyle, the key to moving from the wrong side to the transaction and how he's used newsletters to develop that media company, including the two types of newsletters that he makes that bring in cash, how to build a newsletter without being a face of it, how to overcome shadow bands and algorithms, rented audiences versus banned audiences, and the one-step funnel process that got him 3 million subscribers. All this on the Garlic Marketing Show, but of course, is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. If you're not going to build a newsletter business and you have a service business and you still have an agency, you need customer stories and go to videocastory.com. Go to testimonialbook.com if you want to learn how to collect and deliver those amazing stories. All right, let's get started. I've known Nate for a long time. He's worked with some big names. He's built up some big funnels, done a lot of stuff. He's doing some cool stuff with newsletters now. And we get into the newsletter thing, but we were talking before about what happened with your agency because... I remember like, you're like, I'm going to grow this huge agency and I know you have the wherewithal to do it, but talk to me a little bit about how you got an agency life and when you realized you didn't like being in an agency. Yeah, it was a journey and you've been a part of a lot of that journey. So I started, I, I got into the internet marketing space back in 2006 and seven, just dabbling. 2009, I got really hooked. I started building out products and services, like products and info products and courses and sales funnels. When you had to mainly code everything, you didn't have all these <laughs> systems out there. And I, so I self-taught myself all that stuff, built these companies up and I sold them. And then in 2011, I had people asking me if I would do, I did it all with funnels and paid traffic. So people asked me to do a form. And so that's, I just fell into the agency and from that agency, after selling those companies, and then we started the agency. And I've, as every entrepreneur that gets into something, we're like, we're gun ho, we're going to go build the biggest, baddest thing that's ever been seen. And uh, so that was my goal is to build this big agency. And I built it up and I just got tired of it. And I was like, I remember at one of the meetings we were at, you, I don't know if you remember this conversation, but I was talking about how, all right, I don't want this huge team anymore. I want to be, I want to have high paying clients that are good, great clients that I can maximize, maximize what they're doing for them and help them. Right. So take the knowledge I've got. So I built it. And so we changed everything up. We built it. And then I didn't realize the grass wasn't greener on the other side. They're always on the grass and always greener. I ended up finding myself in a really high paid hired gun scenario. Right. So none of these guys, even though I had a small team, they would never talk to my team. They'd only talk to me. I'd have, they'd want meetings with me all the time. They'd want, they call me on weekends and all this other stuff. So after nine years of the agency life and a couple of iterations, I got a phone call on my birthday and on my birthday, it was, Hey, I was out to dinner with my wife and my kids for my 40th. And it was like, Hey, this is all messed up. I need you to fix it. I'm like, man, I'm at dinner with my, my family. And the challenge I had was I'm just a kind of a, I like I guess maybe it's a people pleaser kind of piece in me, right? I want to make sure that I take care of the client. Like service has always been super important. 
and when any business I've had. So I would always, here I am like cutting dinner short with my family to go fix what they created, the issue they created, not me, right? They just went and broke something and then wanted me to pick <laughs> up the pieces. And there was just no respect to my time. And so I realized that I was like, at that moment, I got to change. I got to do something different. And so we can get into that piece where the evolution's gone from there. But then that's when I got into building my own, going from marketing agency to media company was when that, I had that big epiphany. Um, so. And you had that epiphany. And obviously it's, it's scary because it's nine years. It's sunk costs. You're known as a good agency and you have high integrity. Everyone knows, like anyone that knows you do great work and you get the job done. And so it's hard to go, okay, I've done all this. I'm not doing it anymore. How did you get past that? It was hard. It was really hard. And frankly, it took me a few years to do it. It took me longer than it should have. So I, the thing is, like, my wife knew I was burnt out. I think my clients even knew I was burnt out, right? Probably mm-hmm. a year prior. And I just didn't admit it. And then I finally admitted it and then made the change. So when I talked to my clients about it, they were, they understood it. They weren't, it was no hard feelings. We all parted on good ways. We put other people in place to help them. So, so I just think it was, it was a process. It was hard to admit because frankly, my clients were paying me anywhere from 10000 to $25,000 a month. Wow. It's not easy to say no to that check when it comes in every month, knowing or that ACH or that why those payments are coming in and like clockwork on the first you're getting, you got anywhere from 80 to a hundred thousand dollars hitting a bank account for the agency. We weren't like, we never really grew past that. That was, that's a whole nother kind of segment, but we sat at that same revenue for three years. And I think two things hit me. One, I was getting burnt out, but I didn't realize it, but I was at a event and a workshop. And at that workshop, we went through, it was very tactical. Like, how are you going to grow your company? It's not what you know, what's the next thing you want to do is here's how we have to get into the weeds, change things around to get to your goal. And I wrote out this plan. I was like, all right, first off, we've been doing a million dollars a year, which means I'm really not making that much money as an owner, right? Yeah. I'm not making a million dollars. And, but it provided a good living to the, to my family and all that. But I realized to get to 3 million, so I could net a million a year, I put this plan in place. It required software, right? Like I had all these different phases to it, right? And I'm like, man, that's going to take a lot of work <laughs> uh, just to get there and more people, right? Yeah. So I was the realization of, for me and where I was at to get the agency to the revenue top line that I wanted to get it to. And keep in mind, we'd been stagnant at that revenue for three years. Was just, I didn't see easy path to get there. So that happened. And then that phone call happened on my birthday. And I was like, and then I, the third thing that finally pushed me over the edge, I had a buddy, real close friend of mine for a long time. He's the one who really introduced me to internet marketing. And he goes, he's Nate, you have to do this. And he goes, it's going to be hard for you to have those conversations. It's going to be hard for you to say, stop sending me this $25,000 a month, but you have to do it because the win and the, the light on the other side will be worth it. I know it will, because I've already seen it done and he's never steered me wrong. So I just, I was like, man, he's like a true confidant. Someone's advice. You truly, we all got those in business. Yeah. They're not, they're going to tell you not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. That's and important. yeah. So he gave me that advice and I was like, all right, man, I got to jump in. I got to do it. And so decided to build the plan to move my clients, move on from my clients started building out this media company. And I just had to jump cold Turkey, but it required me having a sit down with my clients and 
setting an end date for them. Wow. That's, that was the biggest thing. It was like, because if I don't cut the cord, I will never go all in. Yeah. On this new thing. And so I had to cut that cord to go all in. So did you decide what the new thing was before you cut the cord? Yes. Yeah. So back in 2009, dating me and my internet marketing times for the <laughs> second time here. So back in 2009, building, I, my wife and I's girlfriend at the time, we would travel around the US and we did VRBOs because Airbnb wasn't even a thing back then. And we would stay in these vacation rentals. We did it for nine months. And all I did was send an email every day. Like all I did was grow my email list and send an email every day, make money. And we would just go hang out and have a blast. And I even said that to her. I was like, I want to get back to those days. So I knew, did I, did I know it was going to grow into what we have now? I had no clue. But I did know that my life style that I wanted, it was going to, the business, if I built it that way, would support the lifestyle I wanted. So the big thing I realized was, the agency provided the money, but not the lifestyle. Yeah. But I wanted the lifestyle first and the business had to support that lifestyle. And it's different, right? A lot of times we build a business and then we live life. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I need to get, I got kids. I want to live my life. And then I'll build the business around what that looks like. And so I did know that I was going to be involved in email. And I had, I knew we were going to get into newsletters I just didn't realize it was going to grow to where it's grown today. That That's amazing. And I think that's such an important thing that you just said, because I talked to so many business owners who are just looking at, I remember even you talking about it back in the day, it's like, you look at top line, I think you once said, yeah, I want a hundred million dollar agency. And we still look at top line and there's certain people I think they're driven by top line, truly driven by top line. There's so many people that aren't, but set that as their goal. And it, it's such a big shift, but you just said it in two sentences. I stopped doing business and then family last. It's do family and travel first. And so did you sit down and write down what that was going to look like? So I didn't write down. I've got a, yeah, here's how I take notes, right? So yeah. that's how I write. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because forever it's been a ye- yellow legal pad and a blue pen. Nice. Uh, that's my thing. That's my go-to. I And yeah, I'd always write that stuff out and plot the plan and map things out, but I didn't ever create the, here's how my morning looks like. Here's how my day looks like here. Like I didn't do that. I didn't go that in depth. I'm not, some people love every minute, right? Yeah. To me, I just have a vision of what that meant to me. I knew that I wanted to take my kids to school every day. I wanted to work while they were at school and I wanted to have the ability to pick them up from school. So now I don't mean I have to pick them up from school every day. I, my wife does that too, but I wanted that flexibility. If my kid has something mid midday that they want to do, I want the flexibility to go do that. My yeah. wife and I want to take a day off. I want to be able to do that and not be stressed. But like those, it was more of those things. If I'm it, like, I just got back from a trip from Hawaii for 10 days. I've worked on my newsletter business for one hour the entire time I was there. And it was only to talk to my marketing director to have a conversation about something we're working on that we're super excited about. So it's, those were the things that I knew I wanted out of the business were more of the things that I, the flexibility and the freedom. Yeah. And this is important stuff because I think there's so many people in marketing that are doing the exact opposite and I see them and they get burnt out and they're going to the next guru thinking that scaling is going to get them that life that they want. And then getting bigger is going to get them the life that they want. Instead of just going, here's the life that I want, picking my kids up and be able to pay the bills, take a day off with my wife, and and then making the business around it. Uh, It's amazing. It's amazing. I want to talk about the newsletter because I think this is really cool. I saw some of your emails. 
And I subscribe to your emails and they're awesome. I think you will put a link to the subscription in the show notes. I think you should subscribe to Nate's emails. But tell me about building a newsletter business. How did you go about this? One thing I sat down that I learned when I was running the agency is I had clients that, so I had clients that were paying me and they took a lot of time, energy, and every month I would shift from an expense to an investment, right? Depending Mm -hmm. how the wind was blowing and how things were operating, (laughs) we were at the phase of new growth pieces, right? But one thing was always constant. They had a couple people that we would work with and just pay money to send emails for him. He'd be like, Hey man, I need you to go lock this up. He goes, let's go sign a $10,000 IO with this company to have them send two emails for us. I'm like, we got to give them the, and we got to give them the email. So I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. It's like, I used to do that. So I had to send email. Like I worked these relationships, right. For traffic and manage that. And it it is so easy to spend $10,000 for two emails that we had to give them the copy to do. All they had to do is cut and paste and press send. I was like, I'm on the wrong side of this transaction. <laughs> and then, yeah. So when I re- realized I was on the wrong side of the transaction, I'm like, all right. So when I get into the email side, I, I think that's when I knew I was going to be in the newsletter business to be build some list. And, it, it, and, and what I realized, like I've done list building, right? And mm-hmm. A lot of people have done list building, but list building is completely different than a newsletter business. So a lot of people are out there just churning and burning and sell no relationship, no value, nothing. And at least I've seen it in the internet marketing world. So the newsletter business is totally different. You got companies like The Hustle and you got that built up and sold for a nice solid eight figures. I don't know the exact number. And I don't like the reported numbers that people guess at was like 35 million, something like that. And then you've got Business Insider, which sold a percentage of their business at a valuation of, or not, or I'm sorry, Morning Brew sold to Business Insider for a valuation of 75 million, which was documented. Jesus. And, and I'm like, these guys just own email newsletters. But I've, I've started looking at, it's like anything, who who's done something already really well and how can we go create our own version of it and do really well with it? And so I knew I was going to do email different. And that's when I started designing how we were going to do newsletters. Interesting. And so tell me about the newsletters you're sending out. So the newsletters we're sending, so we are in the political space, we're in the financial space, we're in sports, and I've got my entrepreneurial newsletter. Basically, all the stuff we learned in that side of the business, I talk about in my newsletter to help other people do the same thing. And so our newsletters are, there's there's so many different models. You can be the curator or you can be the creator. So creators are great for influencers or coaches and consultants. You're the creator of the content and you're pushing out, you're leveraging that content to keep communication with your clients. You've got so many creators and coaches and consultants dropping content. Like we send a, our Friday newsletter that goes out, we do a weekly digital update and that digital update is giving like some of the best content we put out that week. So no one in the coaching consulting space is even leveraging that. Like taking your content just to communicate and get it to your people on your email list so they can have, oh, boom. One place. Yeah. More engagement and more value. So the creators along that way. And then also when you send an offer in there, you put get into the sponsorship game and put that into the newsletter. People have more trust and you've built up value where they trust you and they want to work with you. So that's the creator, coach, consultant. Then the curator is, so we have a brand. We have multiple brands and we went with the curator model. Because I was just the face of everything. I didn't, at that time, I didn't want to be the face of anything. 
So I was like, how do I build up a name and a brand that has value that we can actually create content for? So we got in the political space, financial sports. And so all of those are just brand names that have my name not attached to them. And we curate content. So some of them, we write our own content. We've got writers. And then our curated ones, what we're doing is curating the, we're going online and we're, we know what's happening online that day in that niche, right? So if it's sports, there's a lot of stuff going on. We hit sports differently. There's a lot of newsletters that are out there that are talking sports news. We decided we want to be in the sports space and the same, and there's a very cool market of people, a, a big uh, market of people actually that are into the sports culture, shoes, fashion, gaming, right? And so we wanted to create something around that, but we don't have all the expertise to do that. So we just curate the content from around the web on a daily basis and put it in front of them. Nice. So we're that like five minute read, check out what's going on today's sports culture in five minutes. And we're curating a content, giving our insights, our feedback. Oh, here's what we think about this. Boom, boom, and sending it to them. So now they're getting it all on a five-day email or five-minute email, right? Yeah, that's great. And it's not, yeah, it's easy to digest. I think that's, and I see so many people fail on that. Unless you're a really good storyteller, they write these big, long emails that are not easy to digest either. If you're a good storyteller, that's a whole different story, literally. So you're doing this. So how did you go about building an audience for these? Yeah, so we use what I stumbled upon was, so we can build audiences on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Here's the challenge with that. And any agency owner, if you're listening to this, you know the problem. Shadow bans, shutdowns, all that stuff, right? All those mm -hmm. things, I've dealt with them over the years. And sometimes there's, you have no clue why your account got shut down and you've done everything, dotted all yeah, your yeah. cross your T's, it's still gone. So I knew that I wanted to be able to control the audience because really social media, when you have an audience on social media, if the algorithm changes, that changes how, what that changes your bottom line, your revenue and things you got to do, right? Yep. So social media is, when I had this realization, I was like, social media is a rented audience. Email is an owned audience. Right. So I knew that if I could go build up these, uh, what I do now is we leverage those accounts to build our email newsletters. So we're running Twitter ads, Facebook ads, right? We do all those different same things we were doing, but we use what we've over the time, we don't need big, crazy funnels, right? We're not making our money usually from selling products right out of the gate. We're making money from our advertisers that want to access our audience. It's just like, Another big realization was all these people, billions and billions of dollars get spent every year on ads on these platforms. So if we could pull out a super niche audience, we knew those advertisers would pay us as well, right? Yep. Like I mentioned on that, you know, the $10,000, send me two, send two emails for me. Yeah. So it's with that, we started using the one-step funnel process, which we basically testing and all these different things. And we came up with three different one-step funnels that really worked for us. And one of them was polls. So we would use these polls where they could, it was almost like a multiple choice. And we'd ask a question that niche, because if you're in a niche, people are super passionate usually about that niche, right? Mm. So pet people, passionate, right? So you want to build some of pets? Like we got one of our clients doing that now, but a super passionate niche. So you can ask them questions like, what is the, you know, what's your favorite dog breed? Boom, boom. Right. Mm -hmm. Let them pick. And then they opt in. Where do you rank? Where's this? And then you give them a, the percentage of how, you know, like where they rank, right? So what's the most popular dog breed? And then they vote. 
they plug in their email to go ahead and get the actual answer. So that's one, one poll, the poll process, right? And then another one's voting. So we got votes like, hey, do you agree with like X, this or this, right? You should just statement in anything that you're talking about, but yes or no, true or false, right? And then they answer that and they can opt in. So that those are two different of the polls. The third one we use are gifts, right? Depending, it all just depends on the niche, but we built up to, we have over 3 million subscribers now. And majority of all those subscribers came through those three different techniques. Wow. Those That's amazing. 3 million subscribers. And wow, 3 million subscribers. And I think at this point, what everyone wants to know is, A, are you living the lifestyle that you want? B, how did they grow up to be Nate Kennedy? First off, I don't even know what I want to do when I grow up. So I'm figuring <laughs> that out. So it's funny. I posted this thing at the back. You know what I love about the Facebook timeline? That reminds you, it, I saw this thing this week and it said, hey, I finally figured out what I wanted to do when I grew up. And I looked at the date in my memory. It was 2014. And so I commented on it. I was like, false alarm. But yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yes, I'm living the lifestyle one. It's, I don't live a, I think when it comes to lifestyle, I live the life that I want. I do the things I want. I take the trips I want. Like just got back, as I mentioned, from Hawaii with the family and I was unplugged for the most part, which was nice. Oh, uh, didn't have to like stress and worry. The machine was running. And I, my wife and I are in the process of building our kind of dream home right now. So she was just texting me before the call, nice. like, all right, so we can break ground soon. I was like, we're soon. We're supposed to break ground in April. We'll probably get there by September. But, uh, but yeah, so we we're talking about that. So we're going through that process. Our, it's for me, I'm not the kind of what I find with living lifestyle and I wanted to mention this when you brought it up earlier, is a lot of people try to live the lifestyle they think that everybody else wants them to live. Yeah. And they see cars, they see the Lambos, they see the Rolls and all that. So they think they need to live that lifestyle. But I got this saying that I like to go by is you don't have to keep up with the Joneses if you are just the Joneses. So <laughs> I love that. my life, the way I live my life, I'm the Joneses, right? Yeah. So I don't care what I, I could care less what the guy next door has, because that's not on my vision. That's not my goal, right? That's what I want for my life. So lifestyle. Yeah, I have. And one thing that's always been big to me that I've been able to do now with this newsletter business that I didn't have the time or money to do before is we started a nonprofit last year called Champions Football. And what's really cool about that is we're now giving back to our local community consistently, right? So we brought in a hundred kids last year and we put them, we had this, there's seven on seven footballs growing around the country, frankly. And so we, we brought in a hundred kids, we put them through the program. We got to take them to tournaments. We got to take them to a college to get a tour of the college and the sports facility. These kids that are dreaming of playing and just may not have the resources and, and stuff to help them do that. So we're giving them those resources. So that was, it's really cool to be able to like now have that free time to give back to my local community as well. That's fantastic. So that's Nate, Nate version 5.0. Well, how do we build a newsletter business like this. You're putting out a, a course on this right now. I know you've been reluctant to do it because you're making some money, but the course builder in you, the group builder in you can't resist. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's been in it for so long. But yeah, I think, so you talked about that. You're, it's funny you brought that up because I almost forgot about it, how I said one day I want to have a $100 million agency. Yeah. And 
I still have a goal of having a nine figure. It's I don't want to build it. I want to exit. Yeah. So I got a, my goal being a nine figure exit, right? So the way that I, in my mind, have worked that out is, and I can see it evolving. Once again, I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but I can. it's a possibility, right? When you start looking at the media side. So with the newsletter business, I build this up and, I, and we're growing it. I'm like, what's one way I can expedite that process? And so that's why I got back into creating the workshop. So if I can create some really cool work with some other people, teach them how to build the newsletter the right way in this space, and then the dream someday for all of us to partake in some kind of cool roll-up, because we've got all these, and we have a control and all these audiences and all these things that we have built together as this big collective and be a part of that kind of $100 million roll-up would be pretty cool. So anyways, as I started thinking about it, I was like, step one, I got to make sure people know how to do this the right way. Mm-hmm. And they're invested in building their own business. So that's why I started the workshop. So it's called Million Dollar Newsletters. And that's it. We're just taking people through our process from start to finish on how we've been able to go from zero subscribers up to an eco our ecosystem has 3 million of all of our different newsletters the whole process we use how we evolved everything and we're just taking them through that process so they can do the same thing for themselves that's awesome and wh- where do we go to sign up where am i going just <laughs> so if you go to natekennedy.com and you can just go ahead and i've got actually subscribed to the uncommon advice newsletter right there on my page And then once you subscribe to that, you'll get an email from me with access to the group. And then you'll get an email to that. I've got a group with kind of information in it. And then if you want the, the, if you want to actually just, Hey, Nate, I want to talk to you about the workshop, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. I'm Nate Kennedy, MD. Just friend me over there, drop me a DM and we can talk over there to get you more details on it. Awesome. Awesome. We'll put a link to all that in the show notes. Folks, I like I've no obviously you can tell from us talking. I've known Nate for a long time. Does amazing stuff, high integrity. This is not some fly-by-night guy who's selling a course and leaving. So he's been in the business. He's got a reputation to uphold. He'll take care of you if you're interested. But Nate, this has been awesome. We'll put a link to all that in the show notes. Thanks for sharing this and thanks for being awesome. Thank you, man. Same to you, man. I really appreciate you having me on and excited to connect on some more things too, man. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. And thank you all for taking Nate and I on your journey. This has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course.
Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 